The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, motherfuckers. Uh, Ross has AIDS or Cedar Fever or some shit. I don't know who was sweating his ass off earlier. Um, the classic, <laughs> is it AIDS or is it... Can it be solved with Claritin? Yeah, well, I mean, these days, AIDS can probably be solved with Claritin, I would imagine. Right. I don't know. I, I don't think know. so. Pharmaceuticals are getting out of hand. Fucking Fauci. So we're going to do uh, we're gonna do a special show today. Oh, no. Um, I know why you said that. Well, I didn't actually mean to say it like that. <laughs> but now that you bring it up, <laughs> the name of the episode today is Special Needs Barbie, and it's not because of Ryan Gosling. Right. Um, <laughs> who I do think may have special needs. Right. But he's a nice guy and a pretty man, so we're going to get past it. Um, <clears throat> Mattel announced today that they're releasing a Barbie with Down syndrome. Here's the thing. How do you make it... L- l- love the concept. Love the idea of let's be inclusive. <laughs> well, there it is. That was my question. And we're going to need to... <laughs> we're going to need to pull it... Uh, go to that CNN article and let's look at the fucking. Um, My question, yeah. How let's do you, look at the Barbie close up because it doesn't really look like a tard to me, to be honest. Okay. And we're gonna. Bob has pulled up a number of other pictures so we can see in in comparison what they look like, but I don't think it looks all that tarded. Because be I definitely feel like there's no way to really do it without being more offensive, right? Without hurting the feelings of the yeah. people so you're they, trying. Yeah, to can help. we get like rice farmer Barbie, right. where they it's just a, like a very stereotypical uh, Chinese person like, that probably exists from like the 70s? Oh like, yeah, like oh it definitely does. Time, yeah. Like a post Vietnam healing doll. <laughs> it comes with a gong, or uh, or it's like uh, uh, internment camp Barbie. <laughs> I I have a very sweet relative who is super progressive, considers herself anti-racist. And the songs they used to they used to sing a song that was just like Ching Chong China Man, and she will still be like, "That's not offensive." And we're like, "We can't do that anymore." I don't know if it is or not. I mean, if you go to uh, the it's a small world ride at Disney World. Oh yeah, it's just like it, it's that. What was that South Park episode where Cartman went through? So I recently went there. They don't have faces. It's just drawn on to like a circular object where all the other ethnicities get like a full model doll face. Yeah, but this is uh, just what blank Dan's, withdrawn on. What Dan's referencing is the Museum of Tolerance. Of Tolerance. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah, so that's like all of the all of the sensitivity around race, basically what the the result is is, is the erasure of black people. It's just a mostly. bunch of a bunch of eunuch faces. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Uh Jamie Kilstein. Hello. Is, is his name so that's me just in case you were wondering who it was i'm not very good at interviewing or introducing people because i don't really care about this yeah um <laughs> we, what we care we about are checked out yeah we're checked out what we care about is retard barbie yeah uh um, i just now I, f- b- go way deep on that face i want that well, as big on. as possible i think you need to notice first that there are leg braces <laughs> oh god no there aren't do I? I'm, Is you know this what? a bit? To be honest, I don't know enough about people with Down syndrome. Do they have leg? Br- I feel like I've met quite a few, and I don't remember any. I leg don't remember braces. any leg braces. So is this like a Forrest Gump edition, or what the fuck's going on here? I don't know. I mean, this is for people with drop foot. Ian like Stallings in the chat says Tarby. This just that's close. There it is. I like that. Yeah, this Tarby. Just, this just looks like torn MCL Barbie. It doesn't. Well, maybe she's got flat feet as well. Is there a male retard Barbie? 
Uh, that no, one you can. can. I don't, oh, fake. okay. So here's a group of inclusive Barbies, I guess. Oh, God. Uh, there is a one-legged... This is the downfall of Western civilization There's right a, here. a one-legged Ken. I assume this is an IED situation. Uh, oh, that's... that's that's We support that here. On no, show, right? if that were the case, he would have a beard and a gut and have a Punisher shirt on. Right. Yeah, I can make fun of my own people. Is he armed? Yeah, he's wearing a fucking basketball jersey. I don't think he's armed. Just a little shaky. These are all. This is like California. Do they have mass shooter Barbie? Right. <laughs> I mean, this, we're talking about inclusivity here. Yeah, yeah so people deserve representation. Mass shooter Barbie. You don't really know it's going to go mass shooter until it's too late. Well, this, yeah. Well, you do know though because the FBI has been in contact with it in the last year. <laughs> Just really pushing, yeah. pushing them. You sure you don't want to yeah. do it, bud? It comes with like the the accoutrement to that Barbie to the or the mass shooter Ken is an FBI agent right. <laughs> that's spoken to him sometime in the last 12 months. And a, and a Barbie that never has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then Mass Shooter, uh, Mass Shooter Barbie also has parents, but they're never in the same room together. And he's got parents, a World so of Warcraft shirt on or something, I guess. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, he definitely has like, a, uh, like an 8chan account. Yeah, 4chan was enough for me. I didn't want to double up on Doubling that. Doubling that, yeah. <laughs> seemed like it was too much. Um, I lo- Look, the, the idea of... Making kids feel represented is good. But when does it get, when does it become just so patronizing? Because again, it's, it, it's always, it's people who look like me coming up with the, this idea. Like it's not, I, I have trouble believing that it is in good faith that a parent who has a special needs kid is like, you know, my kid really wished to have this doll. And it's like, Hey, we're in a doll factory. We can make it. I just picture a bunch of fucking just coked up suits mm. being like, make a retarded one. That'll yeah. make billions. I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't know that I don't have any, uh, uh, kids of my own obviously but i don't i don't think that the the kids care about this stuff um now my my friend had a kid and he are uh, uh, a knee brace kid no what no no he was just a uh, fucking normal little cracker kid right. <laughs> <laughs> uh shooter sorry, kid. <laughs> she was a normal cracker kid Got so her, his daughter and she collected she loved uh black everything barbies yeah but like cars and clothes and shit too she just liked the color for some reason and then it turned out that she was uh, doing weird shit, right? Okay. So uh, she had set up like a little mini plantation in her bedroom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that didn't work out. The idea of being like, my child is so progressive and so open-minded, and then you just open, you open the, the door, door and show it's just like yeah. fucking cotton factory. Yeah. Oh. It's like, oh no, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> These are my slaves. Yeah, Don't look them in the eye. Yeah, and she's like, uh, goose stepping around her bedroom right. and shit. You're like, damn, where did you learn this shit from? She's like, Uncle Trevor <laughs> yeah, these taught are, me to be hateful. These are the house N-words. You haven't seen my dolls outside. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Whose laugh was that? Was that Bob? Yeah, it was me. Uh, Bob's on drugs today. Thanks, bud. Oh, good work. Bob, Bob overdosed himself this morning, so he's, <laughs> he's powering through right now. Uh, can you take me through these additional whatever the fuck this is? Sorry, the sorry. intersectional Barbie brigade. I don't know... Actually, well, that's what tinks with purple hair. This is a full-bodied Latina Barbie or um, Indian. I yeah, think do it's... they have dump truck Barbie? She's kind of she, she's the most dump truck. Do, think... Why? Why? Where's the picture from the back? I mean, you can tell from the how hips. are we supposed to sexualize these things? <laughs> I mean, look at that. I'm not I having can see their parts. You can grab a hold of that. Right. Then we have uh, sort of like irregular skin blotch yeah, Barbie. That weird I forget right. what that's called. <laughs> go, go, go back to her legs. Is these that vitiligo Barbie? Yeah, yeah, I think specific. Well, the one right there is Tard Barbie with the fucking leg braces. Yeah, right? yeah. This is um, special needs Barbie. Then we've then, got Barbie Barbie. That's, that's like the Asian Barbie in the, middle, in the yeah. back there. But one, she's too tall. And two, looks white, right? They just made her a slightly different shade. And they angled her eyes a little bit. God, this is... Ri- <laughs> th- somehow, this is more racist than just having white Barbies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, I mean, I just... Well, you want the regular ones. Bob, I sent you the other link if you want to pull up the regular new Barbies. Uh, what do you mean regular? Oh, the yeah, ones here we that go. Just released. This is uh, oh my God. racially ambiguous, kind of a slut bisexual Barbie. Yes. Oh, that, unfortunately, is my type. That's the Barbie that <laughs> asks you uh, what time of day you were born. Yeah. those. Are, oh, my goodness. Yes. Those are the Barbies that I pretend I'm still vegan to date. Butterfly clips, everything. She's oh loving God. it. All right, and wh- she would which, ruin me. And what this is Whoopi uh, Goldberg and her teens Barbie. This what is the fuck like is this? black punk rock. It's black baby goth. She looks more like a fucking. Is that X-Men. a look? I don't. I don't. 
Maybe goth. Like we live in Austin, so you don't see this kind of stuff. Maybe in yeah. maybe in uh, Brooklyn or some shit, you might see this. But I feel like even that isn't. I feel like it only exists online. It or, exists or in, in Coachella, it, or in the designer's fantasy, who's like, oh, "Yeah, right, right. give her fucking pink boots." Well, you know, it's like in a high school show, right? Like, or like any teen show, they all they you, you, you when you're a teenager, you watch it and you're like, "No one dresses like." that. Well, again, I feel like it's a fucking white executive that's like, "Do a black one, but make her dress white." That's hot to me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, is there like Fubu Barbie? So this actually, is, uh, this is kind of. Well, notice the pattern. It was a bandana pattern. This is I've gotten involved with the Latin Kings Barbie. Right. Oh no, I don't think that's right. I mean, look at all the gold she's, she's wearing, wearing. Blue she's, though, they she's a lot. Chihuahua. Right, yeah, yeah. This is the Paris Hilton Barbie right here. Well, you're kind of right, Giorgio. It's like uh, uh, still dresses white, but definitely like low key dating. Wait, but look of on color. the package there. It's like an, a black grandma, and not it's not good. Jordan, the thing not, that's in the box. What not the a good animation. Yeah, or what illustration? It it becomes more racist because they're not going all the way with it because they don't want to seem racist. So they're still all just like kind of white. They're all like half white, half ethnic. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's a little whitewashed, to be honest. Very uncomfortable. They just put a, a different spray of paint on the Barbie. I, and I really, I you got to wonder whose idea it was. Shane Gillis does a good bit on this too. He goes, he's like, I love the Special Olympics and what it is, but yeah. the first guy that thought of it, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. let's make these retarded people compete against each other for our amusement. Right. Basically. <laughs> we'll put um, money on it. Yeah. This this stuff always takes a wrong turn. I don't understand it. Let me let me look in this article. Previous Barbie fashionistas have included a doll with a prosthetic leg, one with hearing aids. Another, I, this is what I don't understand. So like, you can't have a conversation with your kid and be like, hey, you know what? Some shit went wrong and your ears are fucked up. Yeah. And we'll try, like, now we'll get you a and co- also, cochlear like, implant or something and try to fix it. Yeah, but, and let's be awesome in other ways. Yeah. It used to be that, well, bullying plays a big role in society. I think we've, we've shut down a lot of mid-grade bullying during the adolescence process and we're paying the price for it now yeah it's the type of bullying where it's not even it's not even really bullying you just tell people like shut the fuck up yeah like you smell like bacon and you haven't had any so <laughs> you've got a fucking problem here, right dude. it's not like shoving them in the dirt and being like you fucking home also yeah. it's what are bullies gonna do with this line of dolls oh, you, you put fucking special needs barbie stuff. in the hands of a bully yeah. that's the saddest fucking day of school I've i mean ever honestly mean sixth grade boys are gonna buy this doll for girls in the class they don't like yeah like, hey this is you you fucking bitch yep where's that's your what knee I brace because i guess that's the thing that retarded people have i now. guess i don't know i still that's the most confusing part to me i mean what do kids think right like if kids are happy and and they're like hey that looks like me okay but also I mean, fuck, everyone was buying stuffed bears and things like that. Like, no one, the, the, the narcissist, like, I, I was never, again, like, I'm white, but, like, I was never, but I'm also, like, Hawaiian, and I was never, like, I need a Hawaiian doll. I was just, like, give me this action figure. I don't have guns, but, like, I'm going to play with this doll. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what the point, I don't know, uh, I, when I was a child, um, most of my life as it is today was about getting people to stop talking to me. Right. Right. (laughs) So I would work, I would start my way in the middle of conversations and just try to work my way out, whether it's to the end or back to the beginning to say hi and then fucking walk. You were just, you were Irish goodbye in middle school. Oh yeah. I I, I mean, I've never had much of an appetite for, um, for small talk, I guess. Yeah. Small talk is for, Dumb fucking people. I, I talk about the fucking weather and shit. Yeah, go outside and look at the weather. I can look that shit up. I don't yeah. need to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a fucking meteorologist and you're explaining to me why it's happening. That would be interesting. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have the best Barbie for you possible. Oh, God, right dude. I can't. I don't know how much more I can take, but let's see it. So this is good on so many levels. I don't know. Uh, this is a, I guess you could call it a Barbie, might be a Ken, but it is. A David Bowie Barbie doll okay. on FAO Schwartz. Now, I just find it fun that there's a Barbie doll of a of a man who had sex with underage girls. Real quick, did David Bo- did David Bowie have sex with underage girls? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Every musician from a that ton of them. Yeah, that's true. Underage girls. Is, yeah. Now, is there a Mick Jagger version of this that you can put them together and do Dancing with the Street? I don't Dancing know. Dancing in just, the streets because that's the gayest music video of all time. Come to my window by Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. <laughs> 
I is mean, look it at this nearly thing. as gay <laughs> as dan- find dancing in the streets find that scene where they're fucking kissing each other and fucking real quick it's, I, it's really bad I, i've been trying i've been trying to to play it cool but david bowie definitely david bowie barbie looks more like special needs barbie than special oh, needs yeah. barbie agreed yeah big time look at this oh god yeah and you know it, david bowie was kind of a fucking weirdo but mm-hmm. didn't have feminine facial features no like he wore makeup and shit but he didn't look like a woman he yeah. played tesla say what oh he played tesla yeah and uh what was that the prestige the prestige yeah, yeah that's a good movie no free ads bob come on <laughs> he always tells me i don't need to mute the computer because he's always got it under control and I love well, you can't. Fight. I look at Delco. He's from Delco, and you're trusting him. He should trust me, but yeah, no, he he kind of boned me there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, find the part where they're fucking face to face. I don't want to watch this. Oh, All right. Now keep going. Like this is this is so much gayer than anything Melissa Etheridge ever did. It's terrible. This is erotic. It, yeah. Alright, now cut this. So I've been extremely intoxicated in my life, sometimes for months at a time. Sure. And I've never even thought about doing that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I mean, is it like if you get that far into androgyny, do you just start sucking each other's dicks? I was going to say, I would rather that. If someone pitched that to me, I'd be like, at least let's fuck so we can come. Because that is, this is worse. It's worse. It's worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's gayer than sucking each other's dicks. It is. I think. I mean, I don't know uh, if there's a, a rating scale or anything like that, but it, se- it feels like it, yeah. right? That, like how uh, uh, people used to describe pornography. You don't, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. I think that was Tipper Gore that said that. That sounds right. Um, what else? What else? What do you got going on? Uh, nothing, man. Um, Sweet, that's I, the end of the show. Yeah, Wrap it up. Good folks. night, everybody. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, yeah, no. Every t- you know, every time I, I go on a, a political show, I, I I'm 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 trying to be like, hey, there are dickheads on both sides. Let's bring everyone together. And I know if I drank like one hard seltzer, I would just be like, these fucking libtards, and just like slowly devolve. Uh, I also didn't know from the commercial that you guys are that Tennessee is like hardcore rocking it. And it reminded me of like the early days of the UFC when it was only legal in one state. Yeah. And then just slow. Like it was like every UFC was in like Alabama. And I was like, uh, yeah, they were doing, I think they piggybacked on the tough man competition back then. Probably. Cause they didn't, the gaming commissions wouldn't sanction any of that shit. Yeah. Well, and McCain, there were all these politicians that were trying to shut it down, but they were all in the pocket of boxing. They didn't give a shit about UFC. Yeah. McCain has always been a piece of shit. Yeah. Now he's a dead piece of shit now though. I didn't know we could say that. Cause everyone uh, in the, in the mainstream acts like he's like the guy. Like, oh yeah. The well, only moral politician. If anything, I'm mainstream. Right. <laughs> I think everybody would agree with that. Yeah, um, it was you, Don Lemon, and Tucker Carlson. Well, they actually, well, Tucker's not, but Don Lemon's yeah. mainstream. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, they've hired the same attorney to represent them. Did they actually? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I don't know how weird that should be. This ends in them being friends. No, that's not happening. <laughs> I don't but, know. Mm. But it is, it is interesting. It's the same guy. I can't remember his name, but he's like the, he's the guy that does all of these uh um, if you guys already covered this, I apologize, but I, I barely watched the news. I just saw it looked like Tucker. It may have been mutual, but Don Lemon got fired. Um, I, I've heard a lot of different things about Tucker. Don Lemon definitely got fired. Okay. Uh, I've heard conflicting reports about what went down with Tucker. Some people say that Murdoch was pissed about some of the, the text messages that leaked during the, uh, the Trump discovery stuff. phase of that trial. Uh, no, the, the Dominion trial between okay. Fox. Oh, okay. Um, some people say that they came to that that I heard this from somebody that definitely runs in that circle, but I can't speak to its validity. But they said um, Tucker was planning on addressing the text in the lawsuit and Dominion and Murdoch on his show last night, and corporate came to his office and said don't do that oh shit and he said fuck you that's i I don't know how true that is yeah um 
but it does sound like something he would do, to be honest. I mean, that kind of sounds awesome. Yeah. Also, if you're going to fire him because of that and you don't think that he is going to get such a fucking jump on episode one of whatever podcast he decides to do when he addresses this and is going to be even richer and more successful, it's like Fox just kind of fucked themselves, if that's the case. I mean, they fucked themselves either way, Yeah, to be honest. I mean, there's... Obviously, you want to run your organization the way you want to run it, but um, when your organization is talent-based, you kind of have to respect the wishes of the talent to some degree, I think, especially these days. Um, well, yeah, because back in the day, it was just... After 9-11, Fox, it was just fear-mongering. It was every mm -hmm. time the ratings were down, they were like, there's a Muslim in your closet, and everyone was like, ah, fuck, and then that was it. And then MSNBC... People forget this. MSNBC uh, fired their anti-war voices. They modeled themselves off of Fox. And mm -hmm. then CNN was like trying to be the big boy for a little bit. And then they just started fucking pandering to the left. And it's like all of these organizations, even if you're conservative and Fox News aligns more with you or you're liberal and MSNBC aligns more than you, they're all full of shit and none of them care about you. Yeah, I don't know how good of an idea it is to listen to people that you agree with. Or how useful that is, it's, to be honest. It's not. Well, I mean, that's all I used to do. And it, it makes you feel <clears throat> smug uh, about the things you believe. And then once you meet someone who has a differing opinion, you freak the fuck out and you stop talking to them. Yeah. It's not a fun life. No, it doesn't sound like it. So this guy, his name is Brian Friedman is the name of this attorney. And he represented... Um, Let's see. Da, 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 da. His clients include Vin Diesel, Quentin Tarantino, and Mariah Carey. Okay. I, don't, I don't know how that's relevant. But he when did, was Vin Diesel in court? Uh, I don't know. For probably suing people for calling him gay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Stop calling me <laughs> tiny and gay. Um, Megyn Kelly during okay. her MS or her NBC News thing. Right. Uh, he he represented her. He represented um, Chris Harrison during that whole Bachelor thing. He represented Chris Cuomo. Um, so pretty, pretty down the middle, I guess. He doesn't really have a side. He they're just, all, they're all friends. They all send each other the fucking, like they're either friends or they have mutual friends and like, Hey, who is that? That fuck's lawyer who got him a good deal. I'm right. not a hundred percent sure. Megan Kelly's friends with anybody. To be honest. <laughs> uh, seems like a difficult personality. Um, Definitely not with Chris Cuomo, or if any of them are. I, you, never, you never know. Sometimes when I've been in D.C., I see people hanging out together. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, again, they're all full of shit. Like, I knew a, a, a feminist lawyer who was on Harvey Weinstein's team. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care. Of course, they're. They, it looks like it's down the middle. It's because they just give a shit about money, period. Yeah, that's not great. Nope. I mean, it's I. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't like any of these people. I did like Tucker, though. Not that I. I'm saying I did. I liked him in that position because he was the only person in corporate media that was actively talking shit about corporate media all the time. Well, and that's what was so wild is he would do these silly things that the left would use to completely just sort of um, cancel him out, like when he went on the tirade about like the sexy M and M's, mm -hmm. and so everyone was like, "Oh, he's the sexy M and M guy." But then he was also the only one uh, criticizing unnecessary war, which should be a left-wing position. But because it's Biden, suddenly we're these fucking war hawks. Well, what, what makes you think that that should be a left-wing position? It shouldn't be. I think that it's – I think it's – I remember when I was speaking out against the Iraq war, people were like, you anti-troop? I'm like, no, dude. That's the most pro-troop thing in the fucking world to say I don't want you to die – if this is not a just cause, it shouldn't be a left wing thing. It's just known as that probably from like Vietnam days where it was like the hippies protesting Vietnam. Maybe, but that was more of a populist movement and not a political one. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, look, when like I, who started Vietnam? I don't know. A Democrat. <laughs> well, yes. technically I guess we had advisors in country right under Eisenhower. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would. I mean, yeah, but it, it was up it was like LBG. it was eighty people, I think, eighty yeah. people. And by the time Kennedy got his brains blown out, it was sixteen thousand. And then when uh, uh, LBJ got in, I think it was one hundred and fifty or two hundred fifty thousand, right. something like that. 
when things got what. fun. And but then, and then yeah. Eisenhower was like, "My bad. Yeah, war's bad." No, we were. Which president got us into uh, World War Two? Tojo. <laughs> which U.S. president? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember like when I you didn't answer my question. It was FDR that did that, and uh, yeah. the most leftist Democrat of all time. Yeah. Um, what about World War One? That I definitely don't know. Anybody Wilson? who was the U.S. president in uh, 1914? Woodrow Wilson and his party. Well, was a Democrat. Yeah, sweet. So by the time we got into the war, he was kind of like uh... no, he was still legit. He was he was he didn't have his stroke until uh, after the war was over. Okay, I was, for some reason in my brain, I thought you were talking about baseball. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like yeah, he wasn't hitting well early on, but he came around at the end of the season. That's all right. In my brain, you were being like he had a stroke and then he became a Republican. So that was very confusing. Oh no, no, well. no, his no. wife ran the country though for the last like right. year. So in the twentieth century, pretty much every major conflict that uh, the United States was involved in was begun by a Democrat. Well, dude, yeah, and I talk about this even when it comes to, like, Jesus shit, where it's when I was growing up, the when I was becoming, like, politically aware, mm. it was George Bush. And so... Wait, H.W., uh, the senior one? No, uh, uh, George, uh, George w. w. Yeah. Yeah, just and, call him W. W. Well, yeah. Dan, who started the Civil War? Uh, uh, that was uh, Abe Lincoln. Who, as dot uh, com pointed out, would be unrecognizable to the modern Republican Party. So I, fuck you. I was going to say, but who seceded? Uh, the South seceded for yeah. sure, but they were all Democrats. All Democrats. That was uh, his point, yeah. Yeah, and and to be honest, it was the president before Lincoln that fucked everything up. To be honest, as well. Uh, but you know, give him. I guess we can give him a break since he did take a bullet in the brain for it. But right. whatever. <laughs> he he paid his dues. That paying dues? I don't know. Anyways, what were you saying? Well, now I want to say bullet in the brain. You were talking about W. Yeah. So, like, in my <clears throat> my first sort of – my at my most impressionable, it, my idea of what a conservative was, what a, the word patriot meant, what a Christian was, what all of that was W and Cheney. And so when it came to sort of, like, picking a team, I was like, well, I'm not – I don't give a shit if gay people marry the war in Iraq. They don't seem like the ones who attacked us. So I just associated. And I think a lot of people um, probably did. It wasn't until I started like becoming friends with the conservatives that I was like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't what I thought. But everything was based off of Bush. So I just assumed that Republicans are just the fucking always pro-war party, that they're the, you know, hateful, uh, you know, the bigots, blah, blah, blah. And then now we're obviously seeing that a lot of that is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's never been that way. Yeah. Leftists have always been the driving force behind war in this country until the neocons, to be honest. And that was the mid nineties or so when that whole bullshit started. I mean Well, it's not like Clinton wasn't doing shady shit either. No, Clinton was d- deeply involved in yeah. Somalia and uh the Balkans I think we did a good job there, to be honest. That's that was a that was a genocide. We had to do something there. Uh but bombing Iraq all yeah. the time for yeah. fucking what reason? I don't even know. We were just kind of doing it because we could, to be honest. Right. Uh, nobody could stop us. But yeah, <clears throat> it is interesting to have that conversation because people think now um, people are baffled, miffed even by this leftist fucking war hawk shit. But that has been the consistent standard yeah. since the Monroe Doctrine post-Reconstruction. You know what I mean? That's It's been like that for a fucking hundred years. Jeez. So, you know, it's kind of weird, but uh, Bush, Cheney were not accurate representations of conservatives. As a matter of fact, I don't think anybody that's currently in office right now, aside from maybe Thomas Massey, represents conservatism in any way. Well, that's the thing with politicians in general. It's like, even when you talk about, like, I consider myself in the middle. I consider myself a centrist. I think a lot of people who are sick of Biden and sick of Trump consider themselves centrist. But even when it comes to, quote unquote, centrist politicians, centrist politicians are usually just sellout hacks Mm. who pander to both sides and take money from everybody. Um, I don't think that there's good representation for the left, for the right, for the center. Like politicians are scumbags. And I think there are good humans on the left and on the right and in the center. Uh, but like the representation we have in Washington's fucking gross. This episode of Drinking Bros podcast, I said drinking because we're wearing monocles today. It's a very serious show. 
Uh, it's brought to you by Ghost Bed. You know them. You love them. It's the best bed in the fucking world. 40% off everything you use. Uh, the code Drinking Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. So you got to do both. You got to go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros, then use the code, but it'll remind you on the site. You can buy a mattress for like 35 bucks a month. They got a zero down, 0% financing plan up to 60 months. That's six zero months, also known as five goddamn years. Uh, plenty of deals. The 3D Matrix is dope. Um, I really enjoy the cooling stuff. It's starting to get hot and muggy in Austin right now. And I'm re- those those cooling pillows and the mattress are really coming in clutch right now. It's fucking me up. I hate sweating. So uh, make sure you go get those deals. If you're not in the market for a mattress uh, or the adjustable base, which I think if you get that bundle package, it's 50% off right now, which is crazy. But if you're not in the market for those things, check out their pillows. They're the best in the business. I actually travel with them. Uh, I, that Maybe that's a little weird, but I keep a pillow, take one on the road. Um, right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. It says 40%. I thought it was up to 50. Is that not right? Anybody? Nope. All right. I think it's at 50. Double check that. You can see it on the site. Uh, 30% off everything else if you use the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com. Forward slash DRINKINGBROS. You can buy a mattress for 35 bucks a month, as I said. Go to drinking, or, uh, GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. Next up is First Form. We've been talking about them recently. And, you know, it's hard to know where to start with some of these things. There's a lot of supplement companies out there. There's none quite like First Form. Uh, I know Andy well. Uh, he's a good man. They run a great, they got the best customer service of any company that I've ever worked with, frankly. Um, and they have great products as well. They got Micro Factor is the one we're pushing here. Firstform.com slash Drinker Bros. It's 1-S-T-P-H-O-R-M.com forward slash Drinker Bros. Get that micro factor. It's a daily supplement packet, right? It's a packet of a little, couple little pills, a um, couple little capsules, vitamins, minerals, other nutrients. Um, let's go down the list. They've got antioxidants in there. Help your body to support healthy aging. Get rid of those free radicals that cause uh, 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 advanced aging. Uh, they got a nice men's multivitamin in there. Um, they got a probiotic to promote gut health. Remember that, uh, you know, Aside from your immune system and digestion, uh, all your serotonin is made in your gut. So if you're feeling depressed, maybe take a look at that gut. They've got CoQ10, uh, helps with healthy cardiovascular function and uh, essential fatty acids, omega-3s, right, fish oil, stuff like that. And then, of course, their fruit and veggie, their green and reds uh, are in there as well. Uh, Free shipping on orders over $75 when you use our link, which is firstform.com forward slash drinker bros also be sure if you're in the market for this stuff their protein powder is really good their mct or not their mct their uh, collagen is really good um their beef sticks are the best in the business and their energy drinks are also great yeah yeah and i think it's mostly republican voters fault um so The, the the decay of modern society is primarily the fault of women. Go on. Um, because they control... I've, I've gone on a rant on this show about this before. But they control the most precious resource on earth. P- Pussy? Puss. Hell yeah. yeah. And men will do crazy shit. They yeah. will change their entire personality. They'll change their life. They'll change their goals in life right. just to get pussy. I've been there. And, uh, Babe, but would you like bomb a rack for me? I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, how many times has that probably happened behind the scenes? Right. Behind every great man is a fucking supportive woman. Supportive? Really? I'm not. Look. You won't do it. You I, won't fucking bomb them. I'll fucking bomb them. I, I think that women, this whole liberation and associating fucking anybody you want anytime with no consequences. Like, yeah, you're free, but... What was the result of that freedom exactly? Like you had the freedom. You also had the freedom to not do that. Sure. You had the freedom to do it if you want, and that's the point. Like I've got the freedom to fucking set myself on fire. Dude, even me. Like I'm not happy the times in my life when I did that, when I was just like fucking around on the road. Like mm-hmm. I was fucking miserable. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Because I like this is fucking great. Because uh, fuck conservative family values. But I was just, I was dead inside. Yeah. But it's. And, you know, I, I just think uh, that that played such a role in 
And now, now you're seeing the result of it as well. The, the result is that there are a bunch of really good women in their 30s without kids who are depressed because they don't have kids. Yeah. And there's a bunch of fucking dumb dude incels. I mean, Chris Williamson <laughs> talks about this all the time. Uh, the top like 27% of men, top if you want to call it that, are having more sex than ever before. Yeah. And then the bottom like 70% are essentially not getting laid at all. Well, if I looked like Chris... It would be a lot easier for me to get laid, like the top twenty-seven, or the accent, yeah. The, but the accent, <clears throat> fucking, that is, should not be legal. I think it's just the uh, the lack of social skills, and and you know, if you look through broader society, anytime there's a, a disconnect between effort and and expected uh, outcome, right? Yeah. So like. I know that if I do X, Y, and Z, if I wake up at the right time, see the sunlight early, eat healthy, and work out a little bit, I'll be more or less healthy. I know that, right? But we've lost that logical connection between those two things. And the broader male population in the West has lost the connection between I need to make myself a good provider, a strong person, a strong mental person, and a good man in order to secure some puss. Yep. Right? That, I think that's an important part of society. So men have failed just as much as women, but women are the ones that have the power in that situation. Well, and also, you know, I have been, I don't know if this is a podcast to be vulnerable, but we're doing it. Um, I have taken hookups off the, the the table. I like I very much want a relationship. And so what I noticed was I've never been a huge porn guy. Um, you know, I come from the generation where we had to like fight private school kids to like find one playboy in the woods. And that was like our fucking prize. Don't make it a class issue. (laughs) Just, I felt I was poor and I had porn. Fuck you. No, no, that's an age. That's just a fucking age issue. I've done now this generation has like gangbangs in their pocket. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. And, and so I, I, I was just, I never became like super obsessed with internet porn but taking hookups off the table, I was like, all right, well, I guess fucking internet porn's better if I don't want to hook up. So I started watching it. I'm like, I'll just mute the weird like stepsister shit. I don't know when that fucking happened. And I will tell you, it becomes fucking addictive because you're not getting rejected. You just come and you don't have to deal with a psychopath in your room. Well, there, there's porn that will reject you and call you small dick and stuff if you're into that sort of thing. No, 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 no. If you need to experience I was ba- I was basic bitch Pornhub. I didn't fuck around with that other stuff. Um, but now, like, I stopped because I was just, I found myself, like, I can see how that path can suck people into, well, this is fucking easier than learning how to flirt or talking to a girl or yeah, approaching think, uh, a girl at a bar. Futurama did an episode on this. In the in the video, it was like a uh, almost like reefer madness style government produced propaganda video warning kids against having sex with robots, right? Because <laughs> they wouldn't they would never do all the stuff required of you, like getting a job, and you know Futurama written by insane leftist people. They're actually about to start making it again, so it should be completely Unhinged. unwatchable at this oh. point, unfortunately. But <clears throat> they had a point. Like there's a direct connection between the most urgent and and powerful biological uh, uh, purpose on earth, which is for men to procreate. There's nothing stronger than that on earth. Uh, And all of the civilizations we built to, to make it safer and more comfortable to do that and to oppress women. Yeah. Right. It's like, that's a lot of that. That should have been, the women's empowerment movement, not to go out and fuck random dudes all the time and have kids as a single mom on purpose, right? Like single motherhood is respectable and women who are doing that do a great job. And, and, uh, uh, well, not all of them, Casey Anthony, for example, but, um, it's good that that's happening, but single motherhood is a, that is a cautionary tale. Also, it is not an end state. That definitely describing that is like the goal of the feminist movement to fuck as many guys as possible. That sounds like a guy snuck into one of their meetings and was like, hey, I got an idea. Just go fuck yeah. a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Um, That'll it's, show them. It's, yeah, it's, it, but it's fucking stupid, right? So it left them with extra baggage and unfulfilled in life in the same way that men turning away from masculinity and shit left them empty you and with purposeless. Well, this and, is and the problem with when you make politics, your identity is there's so much like overcorrection, right? Where it's like, there were really terrible things done to women. So it's like, fix those things. 
You don't have to suddenly be like, I wasn't allowed to vote, so now I'm gonna go, you know, gangbang mm. my way to happiness. It's like you don't need to overcorrect. Like so much of the stuff that the left is doing right now is fucking overcorrecting. It's so clearly yeah. projection. Um, and all it does is it just makes you more miserable. You you become a caricature of your former belief. That's it's it. fucking stupid. That's it. It's it's and it's 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 just a. It's weak minds and weak culture that pr- produce that kind of shit. But women's empowerment should have been holding out longer to get a better quality man because yeah. the result of that would have been more better quality men. Right. Right? Instead of the fucking pussy bitch ass pieces of shit yeah. that are cruising around these days. Walk through downtown Austin and I feel like goddamn uh, uh, Hercules or something. Right. <laughs> like I could rip the arms off these people and beat them to death and probably not even break a sweat unless it's an Austin summer because it's like 110 degrees outside. Yeah, I'm 5'7". I feel the same way. Wait, have you ever given dating advice on the show? Uh, Slash can you? Because I'm, I'm very curious about this because I, 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 I agree with everything you're saying. Build yourself up to the, you know... Uh, best man you can be but like for the dudes listening who are like all right i'm working on that mm-hmm. like for me i'm in a huge fucking transition because before i would just literally fuck anyone who would fuck me. is it male to female or female to male uh male to female i assume the demographic of this show is largely male no i mean like are you transitioning from male to female or female to male oh i'm just a just a guy trying to fuck a girl i see um what's the <laughs> you sounded so sad well, I mean, it would have been funnier if you had played along with a joke, but you're going to be a dick. So yeah. let's no, I want to hear your fucking advice. Uh, what it, I mean, advice about what? About how to I mean, attract well, a quality woman? Yeah. Well, I mean, first you need to know what you want in life and who you are. Yep. Right. Um, and I think knowing who you are, people lean on that. I've heard, and I've done. I've, I'm guilty of this myself. I've said this in conversations and relationships. Well, that's just who I am, but that's an unacceptable response, right? Yeah. Um, now there are some things that are because people just do that for their negative. Sure. Qualities. Yeah. There, there are people. There, there are some things that are deep personality. Like one argument I had years ago with a woman was she was she was feeling some kind of way because I was being nice to other women, but like I'm a nice person. Yeah. Right. I I say fucked up shit with a straight face a lot. Yep. And I'm gonna talk a little shit to you, but if somebody needs help. Or if I see somebody hurting, I'm going to do something about it. Yep. That's just my instinct to do that. And in that regard, I think saying that's who I am was appropriate. But for the most part, you're right. It is a most of the time people say that. It's never like you're funny. That's who I am. It's yeah. like you're an alcoholic. Well, that's who I am. Yeah, it's a flaw that we don't want to address. Yeah. So know who you are, but certainly you got to be. This is the whole point of this conversation. You have to be aware of what does and does not work yeah in interpersonal relationships and mold yourself into the kind of person that can fucking benefit your partner right right and so the the follow-up question is um because i know there are a bunch of dudes listening who are screaming and they're like yeah but culture is so fucked right now where do you meet those people i don't want to go on dating apps or i'm on dating apps and i always get fucking rejected if i go up to a girl at a bar she's going to meet to me like what is the what is the approach move you think like uh, be a fucking man that's it just walk up to them and say hi that's it right yep what the fuck? I mean, look, we, we didn't just start fucking two years ago. Well, I- <laughs> We've been doing this for fucking two million years in our current DNA composition, yeah. right? Yeah. We, like, to, a lot of it was rape. Fair enough. Yeah, like the first, first million years. I was a, look, to quote The Little Mermaid, it don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Right. <laughs> Now, maybe ask first. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like Little Mermaid's kind of sidestepping the set there. Yeah. Um, well, and I think dating sites, just kind of like porn, it makes it so easy. Like, we get addicted to just that, just putting on this like sort of fake online banter self. That- well, it's, it's dopamine, right? Like, you get addicted to the wrong thing. It's good to be addicted to your partner, I think. Yeah. It's bad to be addicted to your partner for fleeting shit. Yes. Like, you, you're you looking through uh, Bumble or what, what's the other one? Hinge. 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 Yeah. Hinge. <clears throat> you're looking through Bumble or Hinge or something, and you're reading this person's self- description which is not real right no, no. Uh, but you're looking for stuff like oh i like that stuff you don't know how that's going to play in real life first no. uh and two it's never going to be it's never going to have the same effect as walking and i think everybody's probably experienced this at one point in their life whether it was younger or throughout life but you meet somebody in person and there's just a connection right yep. 
You feel that connection. And that's your body trying to figure some shit out. Now, you may have completely different ideas of how life should go, and it's just not going to work, right? But beginning from that point of feeling that connection between each other is uh, the starting off point, Yeah. right? I mean, it's... <sighs> yeah, you can't fake that shit. And, you know, even the stuff you write... I was just talking to my brother about this yesterday. The stuff people write, like whenever a girl writes, uh, like sarcasm is my love language. It's like that. You're mean. You yeah, are a, a mean girl. Yeah. Yep. Who isn't funny at all. Um, and if a girl's talking about healing all the time, that means she is broken and addicted to being broken. It's part of her personality. People don't complain about the heat in Antarctica. Right. So if you're walking around talking about how you're healing all the time, yeah. like, oh, healing from my trauma. It's like, Okay, it's time to be healed right. from your trauma, bitch. Yeah. I don't have time for this bullshit. No, the it, healing continues and doesn't stop, and it just, it just, it's, it's, it's. So I now, actually, so now our self, <laughs> our self care is just modeled after the pharmaceutical industry, where we treat it forever, but never actually. Yeah, it's your personality. I want someone to have like a gaping leg wound that they just show off all the time, and they're <laughs> like, and they just show off how they're like doing surgery on it that day. Oh, I'm on healing. Instagram. I'm yeah. healing. Yeah. That's, under, that's underneath special needs Barbie's little <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to, when I was... Is that leg wound Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was super lefty-left, um, I did that shit all the time, dude, because I would get validation. If I tweeted about being sad... If I tweet about having depression now, it's either to help people or look for a solution or be like, hey, I got myself out of this, you're not mm -hmm. alone, blah, blah, blah. Back then... I would just tweet I'm fucking sad and people would be like, oh, just watch Netflix, order a pizza, blah, blah, blah. And I loved that shit because it was just an excuse to keep being my shitty self. And I had right. a lot of shitty characteristics that I just wasn't changing. I was fucking selfish. I was depressed yeah. all the time. I made it about me, blah, blah, blah. And now that I'm with, you know, I have friends who are like, they'll hold me accountable. And it's like, like no. stop being a bitch. Yeah. Get your shit together, dude. Like, I'll help you. I'll show you fucking grace. <laughs> but like, stop being a bitch. Somebody typed head wound, Harry. In the chat, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, can we make a Joel? Yeah. Photoshop a head wound, Harry Barbie, yeah, or Ken, or whatever the fuck. His name's Head Wound Harry. Do it. Can you also Photoshop it though in the middle of the group of other like, oh yeah ethnic Barbies? Yeah, we'll get to that. That's, okay, that's stage two. <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like uh, you know, as a culture, uh, as a broader culture, um there was a turn at some point. I don't know when it happened or why necessarily, but people's empathy outpaced their reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Outpaced maybe even their, uh, their productivity or their, their, uh, how their motivation. I don't know what exactly it was, but at some point it was like, well, I can get the same general feeling of dopamine and serotonin from, uh, pity that I can from somebody congratulating like me for success. Right. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's we've produced a complete a fucking generation of total bitches because well, of that. And empathy is good, right? Like you should have empathy for people and want to help people. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of times the things we're doing to quote unquote help people just enable them and make it worse. I don't think uh, I think we've conflated empathy with feeling sorry for people. That's not what it is. Yeah. Right. Sure. I mean, it's, it, <laughs> there's an old story about this and it goes to a point you made before. Um, I think the first time I heard it was on the West Wing, uh, like in 2002 or some shit. But the vice president character and the chief of staff character were both alcoholics. Okay. And they were, they were coming out of an AA meeting or something. <clears throat> and uh, one of them told the other one the story. It was like, guy falls down in a well um, and he doesn't know what to do. He's stuck down there fucking... Uh, a doctor walks by. He's like, hey, doc, can you help me out of this well? And he goes, don't worry, I'll write you a prescription. Writes him a prescription, throws it down the well. Then a priest walks by, and he's like, hey, father, can you help me get the fuck out of this well? He's like, yeah, no problem. And he prays for him and walks away. Sure. Then his buddy walks by, and he's like, hey, bro, get me the fuck out of here. What are we doing? Uh, so his buddy jumps down in the well, and he goes, what are you doing? Now we're both stuck down in here. And he goes, yeah, but I've been here before, and I know the way out, right? Ooh. That's empathy. Yeah. Empathy is putting yourself on the line to help other people. That's right. Not just pittances or fucking platitudes. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's real empathy. I say it all the time. Who loves you more? The person who coddles you as you're stuffing a fucking uh, uh, a fork into an electrical socket or the person that slaps it out of your hand and calls you an idiot. Right. You know? 
think the, the answer is pretty obvious to that question. Yeah, that's it. And I think that, you know, going back to what you were saying about um, not wanting to change, it's all of this shit sounds like such common sense, right? It sounds like, oh, yeah, we'd have a much better planet if we all just held ourselves accountable, fixed our problems. And it is just so fuck. People would rather spend all of their energy denying, projecting, blaming other people, blaming other fucking political parties, blaming other I mean, you races, can see it in blaming- the marketing. We went from just do it. Right through the 80s and 90s with Nike to Gatorade having commercials about fucking morbidly obese people being in shape. Right. And 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 half of a generation that happened. Gatorade makes you fat anyway. Fuck that company. Say again. Gatorade makes you fat. I was going to say maybe that's why they were doing it. People finally caught on. Like there was a lot of sugar in this shit. Yeah, drink three Gatorades a day and see how much weight you gain. Right. Well, then you get to be in the commercial. Self fulfilling prophecy. Yep. Uh, your mom's a self-fulfilling prophecy. There it Boom! is. There Bitch. it is. And, uh, you know, quick wit like that will get you laid as well. Uh, <clears throat> if you yeah. learn some kids. But uh, back, back to the question. Certainly you want to be uh, willing to improve yourself, right? You should always be improving yourself. I'm not talking about this whole hokey Jordan Peterson improve yourself 1% every day. What the fuck does that mean? It sure. doesn't mean shit. There's not where, a, one, where, there's where, not a where, fucking... A gauge that tracks your imp- improvement over the, the course of days. That's retarded. Just, uh, I, I think he's kind of getting into that platitude bullshit as well. But from an infantry position, one of the fucking like cardinal rules is you're always improving your fighting position. Yeah. If I'm going to be here for 10 minutes, I set up like secure local security. If I'm going to be here for a day, I set up a fucking OP. If I'm going to be here for a month, I'm going to set up a base, mm-hmm. right? Uh, dig ranger graves and all that bullshit. That is kind of the crux of this. You should always be improving your position. And it's that drive throughout the entirety of our lives, right? From, from the time that you become aware as like six or seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old to start figuring out who you are as a person getting involved in academics or sports or whatever it is all the way until your later years. Once people lose their purpose, we hear this shit all the time, especially men who retire yeah. in their sixties and seventies, they cool. fucking die yep. immediately. It's because they don't have any purpose anymore. Yep. I'm not saying you got to work until you fucking drop dead at work, yeah. but find something to do. Right. And it, but it, it just shows you that the entirety of human existence is defined by finding and executing on your purpose, whatever it happens to be for most men, it's going to be fathering kids and being a leader in their community in some capacity. And for most women, the vast majority of women, it's going to be having babies. Well, and what you said is really important for guys to hear where it's like, you also want to do it for yourself because I think there's this red pill YouTube rabbit hole where you're sort of like, make money to fucking get bitches or to show them who's boss. And grind, it's like, no, grind, grind. Yeah. And it's like, you should be doing that. If you should be doing that to make you happy to be the kind of guy where it's like, you don't need a fucking woman and then you'll attract a higher quality woman. Uh, correct. Yeah. I mean, you certainly shouldn't be looking for uh, a dependent or someone that you require yeah you know that that's not a great idea although it is true at the biological level we do need each other for sure way. um but i used to just think i was only worth something if i had a girlfriend and if i didn't have a girlfriend it's because like i was just a piece of shit well that's you're putting the cart before the horse there right right exactly um but we do that a lot in life we we, we get things mixed up a lot so it's and it's also interesting in political science one of the things you'll find if you study governments throughout history is that for the general population for the plebs for people like us when there is less or more decentralized government and power people tend to be more generous amongst themselves Mm. like between each other they they are more likely to put the group in front ahead of themselves if there's less centralized power and then when there's more centralized power more authoritarianism people tend to look inward and only care about themselves because it's i I think it's probably just an elongated form of fight or flight yep you know what i mean i I, that's that's just I, i don't know that there's any research on that no, it makes sense. Can, if you're like, the government's coming for me, you're like, fuck everyone. I'm just protecting mm-hmm. my family. And it's, <clears throat> it's come to define our generation here, the nihilism from that. The, the, you, you, you see it everywhere. Kids running through the streets and fucking vandalize. Like I, We used to do a bunch of dumb shit as kids, knocking on doorbell or knocking on doors and running away and yeah. lighting shit on fire and doing stupid shit like that. But we weren't 
gang getting in groups of 200 and ransacking a fucking town. No, we never destroyed anything we cared about. Ding dong ditch. We were just laughing and running away and, you know, whatever. But yeah, we, we, we still loved the town we came from. We weren't going to fuck it up. Yeah, it's weird. You guys it's, didn't loot? <laughs> you guys didn't do any looting? No, kid? No, no, no looting. No, but you're from St. Louis. You probably did, right? Oh, all the time. Did you ever cruise down to go in blackface and loot? You just go to the Galleria, you smash into the Hollister, start stealing shit, <laughs> yelling all kinds of wild slurs and stuff to distract everyone. Sure. And then you just get out of there. Loot! Friday Night Loot! Come Friday on. Night loot. Friday Night Loot. That might be a thing, actually. <laughs> you did grow up in St. Louis. That's probably a thing. Oh, man, good time. I made, I made some of my best friends in those jail cells. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure that uh, Tiffany Hart broke into our... Uh, she, like, jumped the fence into Nellie's property one time. <laughs> she told me a couple of years ago. So I don't trust any of you motherfuckers that are from anywhere near that area, to be honest. <laughs> my sister moved there and got mugged on day one. Well, it's nice to get it out of the way. Yeah, that, 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 tra- <laughs> yeah. that tracks. Quota filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Statistically, it's not going to happen again for a long yeah. time now. Also, don't move on Looting Friday. Duh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just going to open a truck on the street on Loot Fri- Friday. Friday <laughs> Loot. Are you kidding me? Friday Night Loot. That's what I'm yeah. Friday Night Loot. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. But uh, you know, beyond that, once you kind of figure yourself out and, and start making sure you're doing things, make it, like you, you have to. If you want an outcome, it's on you, right? Yeah. To do it. But even then, even if you're doing all the right things, you may meet somebody and think they're fucking perfect and that's the person you want to be with. And you want kids and they don't or vice versa or whatever the case is. Or they want to fucking live. They're they're more of a beach person and you're more of a mountain person and they're more of a city person. You're more of a country person and it's just not going to work. Yeah. The reality of life is you can't control the outcome of things. Right. You can control your attitude and your effort. And that's That's it. it. So... You know, there's also 8 billion people uh, and you've got the Internet. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all about just I'm, I'm not telling people to go out on the streets right now and start approaching random women. Right. Uh, that might not go well. Sure. Uh, uh, frankly, but yeah, but have you listened <laughs> to drinking bros? Yeah, no, no, that's nope, definitely nope, not a good idea. Nope. Uh, the cops are showing up immediately for that. Although they are probably drinking bros. So they are listening it, to drinking. Bros. But there's going to be a report. So you don't want to do that. But yeah, it's like it's still work. Yeah. Everything is. I don't know why people think that shit's just going to work out all the time. It, it'll work as well as you fucking work at it. Yeah, usually. I mean, one of the biggest things that I've learned recently by like not saying yes to everything is turning down shit will get you farther. It's not fun. Like I'm, I definitely you'd get the the hit and feel validated for a little while when you just have like a one night thing or whatever. But saying no, it's like the first time that I'm actually building standards for myself. And that in a weird way, even though I guess I'm not having as much sex, it's making me more confident. Well, that's game theory, right? It's like uh, you're negotiating essentially and you you weaken your position when you're too agreeable, right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's- like people, men, men that are, men and women that are <clears throat> very successful in business, like CEO, CFO, COO, stuff like that, and entrepreneurs as well, are generally speaking pretty disagreeable people. That's one of the hallmarks of the, those folks. Is they're very one, they have a very rigid schedule that they stick to all the time. Yeah. And the second most common feature is that they're disagreeable, right? Which isn't people see that as like intrinsically negative, but it's not. It doesn't it's like, mean they're a dick. I'm, I'm just trying to put you through the paces to get the best answer. I saw. Um, there was some woman a couple of months ago, <clears throat> I don't remember who it was, but she was making a really good point on Twitter. Yeah. But Elon was giving her the business. He goes, yeah, but why is that right? Like, how do you prove, why, why are you saying that? You don't have any proof for that. And, and, and she started getting flustered. I'm like, dude, I, I was like, he's, this is a managerial technique. Yeah. He's, he's making you go through the paces to show your work and prove your point, right? Because otherwise nobody's going to fucking believe it. That kind of stuff you can do it to yourself as well, but challenge people around you, challenge yourself to do the work. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise it's hollow. It's, and I don't mean if you win the lottery today, the money spends just like it did. If you fucking grind your fucking hands into paste, yeah. trying to fucking earn it. You know what I mean? But that's not how it works in the real world. Well, and also the people who win the lottery are fucking miserable. Most of the time. Yeah. Or they um, lose all the money. Or- but, but when it comes to, 
when it comes to your life and ideas, business, you know, sociology and things like that, you have to go through those paces. There's no shortcut. Yeah. Anytime you take a shortcut, typically you get cancer, right? Yeah. Every time we try to fucking come up with some new thing, right. some new way to make food or some new medicine or some shit, like, oh, this is revolution. Like, oh, everybody that's on Ozempic right now, they're all going to die. The second Splenda came out, I'm like, every single one of those motherfuckers 30 years. is dead. Yeah. They're going to die hot. Yeah. They're going to die hot. But they're going to, yeah, because they're going to shit themselves to death, probably, right? Yeah. Like, if, if you take something and one of the, it's, Sometimes the side effects will say uh, like diarrhea and stuff, but when it says you are getting diarrhea, that's different. It's yeah. different to say that it's a possible side effect and then to say like two to three times a day. Yo, you, you will just shit water. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm just saying, man, like, what do you want to do? Die hot or get uh, lowered in a piano crate into the ground? I would rather be lowered in a piano crate. When you <laughs> die, you should be the drunkest, highest, and fattest you've ever been in your fucking life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you should do in retirement. Like, I'm going to fucking, instead of slowing down, speed up. That's it. Right? Retire from your job at the water canning plant like Delco's dad does or whatever it is. um, And then just start fucking really boozing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) just really get into it. The idea of starting a Coke habit at 70. Oh, yeah. Start doing cocaine. I've never done Coke. I'm going to do it when I'm 70. Divorce divorce your wife and marry like a fucking Colombian chick who's really crazy. Yeah. Just to keep your fucking self spry, man. Yeah, let her die hot. Going out like Disco Dottie. In studio uh, I don't 54. know who Disco Dottie is. Oh, yeah. I think she was a real chick, actually. But uh, it's oh, Was she a bar fly at, at, at Studio 54? Well, she was old as fuck. Just oh. go out like Carrie Fisher. Can you find a picture? I'll, find, I'll try to find the real one. Yeah, die like Carrie Fisher with a fucking pile of goddamn Percocet in your lap. Is that how she died? Probably. Fair. I, I think it was probably an OD, right? It was OD, yeah. Or a heart thing caused, oh, kind of brought on by that. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is sage advice. This I mean, is good for I, everybody. I, I, I like I legitimately because whenever I, you know, would see like a self help video or whatever on YouTube, I just don't buy it. But I feel like when podcasts, they're all podcast, full of shit. Yeah, and every so, single one of those videos is made by somebody that got an initial investment from their fucking parents. Every single one of them. Yeah. God damn it, dude! Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what you should do is quit your fucking job, dude. Quit your job and get rid of all your friends. Like, yeah. oh, good, Gary. Right? I'll be. I'll. I'll get right on that. Fuck face. As soon as my parents give me a two million dollar winery to start my career, yeah. fuck off. That's it, what a friend of mine who worked. Holy for, shit! Now this is the seventies, right? This is Disco. Sa- so Disco Dottie was in the movie. Disco Sally was the real woman. Okay. Okay. Because they didn't want to pay the life rights for Disco Sally. <laughs> I guess, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. She can get it. Uh, yeah. Look at this. So I could party and do it. She was doing all kinds of the cocaine. That's dude. That's uh, honestly how I hope. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. That's how I hope my wife is. Why is there a child? Yeah, this kid has braces. Like I can see the braces on this kid. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> that's a twelve-year-old <laughs> child. Is that one of the Osmonds? Uh, dude, who fucking knows? But this is literally the exact same era that David Bowie's banging out thirteen-year-olds. No. So you know, that, a lot of that going on. Hey, what in Rome, right? Yeah, kind of literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, maybe I should start retirement counseling for people that are getting ready to leave the workforce. That's what it is. Uh, and it's like they think I'm going to tell them to get a reverse mortgage no. and a fucking rascal scooter. I'm like, no, we're getting a shotgun and a bunch of cocaine. Honey. Yeah. And we're going down. We're going to start uh, uh, Friday Night Loot again. I mean, you can say yeah. Friday Night <laughs> Loot. And they're driving around on rascal scooters, yeah, shooting yeah. shotguns in the air. Golf carts. <laughs> Just fucking ripping gator tails of cocaine. God damn. I'm getting excited about that. This is now. a good fucking go. Shit. I might start doing that now. because I feel like I'm going to die pretty soon. So I may as well go ahead. Make it like a, 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 a Patreon tier. Uh, $50 a month retirement coaching. Yeah, but it doesn't. Cocaine not included. No, no, you got to buy cocaine's expensive. Good cocaine's expensive. I got to go all the way to Miami for that. Yeah, I'm not gonna know until I turn seventy. But about cocaine, you ever done cocaine before, dude? Me? I don't believe. I would no. I would fucking. I'm I'm this level of anxiety on like two cups of coffee. Yeah, but people take Adderall when they have ADD to calm down. I I think cocaine might calm you. You should try. <laughs> the coaching begins. Bring us some cocaine. <laughs> Got like a fucking silver platter, right? Just a um, goblet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this is enough of this bullshit for today. Um, 
thanks for coming. Tell everybody where they can find you and your comedies and all that bullshit. Yeah, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm doing some shows with uh, Adam Carolla coming up. The tour dates are jamiekilstein.com slash tour. And then I'm on Twitter at jamiekilstein. And I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram at the jamiekilstein. And Kilstein is spelled uh, the way people would say Kilstein. But I, I talked to, uh, um, uh, not Eric, what's Eric's brother's name? Son of a bitch. Heather Hang's husband. Oh, I would have known that if you wouldn't ask me right now. Heather oh, Hang. wait. Brett? Brett. Yeah, Brett. Weinstein. Yeah, so Brett Weinstein. Uh, it's Stein, by the way. And I asked him what the difference between Steen and Stein was. And he says Stein is named after a German drinking device from back in the day. Yeah. And Steen is not a fucking word. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> it's Stein. It's and, always Stein. Everyone gets into fights with Brett Weinstein. Me and him have been nothing but uh, friendly. And now, finally, me and Brett get to go at it over this fucking name. Uh, yeah, it's K-I-L-S-D-E-I-N. There we go. All right. Well, thanks for watching today. Uh, make sure you drink booze, hard AF preferably, if you can stomach it. Uh, credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.